And welcome everyone to a wild Friday night here on the Lone Wolf Hope Podcast. I'm Dan Hofer, and joining me tonight, and maybe for the future, is the great and legendary Brendan Regan. Regs, what's good, bro? What's going on, Hofer? You know me, dude. Same old, same. How is Nashville going for you? Uh, it's crazy, dude. There's uh, there's so much to do. Like you walk right right outside, and there's live music twenty four seven. The food, the food is ridiculous. The pizza sucks, but that's just there's no bagels either, so that kind of sucks too. But um, everything it's everything's cheap. Everyone's nice. No one could drive. Oh, that's it. That's all you need. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, Tuesday night, I actually took a a spill in my parking lot of my apartment complex and I had to get staples in the back of my head. So other, other than that, but you know, dad's insurance. So it's kind of thanks Obama, right? Yep. Thank you, Obama. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we got a nice little AFC NFC championship game preview for you. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to get into the first, we're going to get into the Jaguars and the Pats game. And, you know, we're all wondering what's going on with Tom Brady. You know, what is good? Because I don't know what's good. Because today he was at a press conference with two gloves on his hand. I mean. But, what, I mean, isn't that, isn't that just typical Patriots, though? Like, that's typical Patriots fashion. Because now they got everybody questioning, what are they doing? Is Brady going to be playing? Everyone knows Brady's saying he might not play. Everyone knows he's going to play. Yeah, but, exactly. But now they got us questioning, how severe is the hand injury? Are they just putting stuff on top of it? You know, it's just typical Patriots. It is very typical, Patriots. It's definitely a typical thing because, well, the line already moved in Vegas. It moved down from nine and a half to it's at seven now. So, I mean, that just shows you what their uh, this little plan in there is, if it's a plan you or got, what. You got it at seven flat? It's at seven right now. Oh, so okay. I, well, I got I to gotta update my shit then. Oh, hey, oh, that one just, you know, when it, that's what happens. They moved, and then God only knows what's going to happen here. But from what there is a uh, – the source – R.J. Bell, he's a gambling guy out in Vegas. Great podcast, by the way. Free advertisement right here. The pregame.com, R.J. Bell, the podcast. It's a Vegas wise guys. Best betting podcast out in the game besides mine, of course. But, no, seriously, great, absolute great podcast. Good guys. Isn't it R.J. Bell? R.J. Bell. Hmm. He's at R.J. Bell in Vegas on Twitter. Hmm. Boom. But yeah, you know, uh, he's he's saying that people, it's gonna, it's a little more serious than we think. Yeah, but I mean, how close is that sort? Like that guy could, he's another, he's another one. Like you never know with these people. You don't. But we're, but he's saying that the mainstream media is not making making they they're thinking what we're thinking that it's just a ploy, but it might not be just a ploy. He might it might affect his game a little bit, but. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You or I could play quarterback for the Patriots, and they would not miss a beat. Look, look at Matt Castle. They got him paid. He agreed. He went to this. He went to the playoffs with them. He's terrible. Definitely, he, I he's agree. He's still in the league because of that season. He is god awful, and he plays for the Titans. So he's nice and close to me. So I go watch him. But, but serious, you know. I mean, but we we seriously have to just. Go. We have to just pretty much go uh, go on the fly with this one because we don't know exactly what's going on with Tom Brady. We could have more information. 
by uh, by the, you know by Sunday, obviously. But for now, I mean, for now, we got the Patriots minus seven against the Jaguars. It's in Gillette Stadium. I it's mean, not, it's not supposed to be that cold either. They said like they, for compared to most January game AFC Championship games in Gillette, it's supposed to be pretty nice. So I mean, that's better news for Brady with his uh, with his hand or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And he, if he wears the two glove thing, then you know who knows. But I think as of now, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna take the the Patriots minus seven. I mean, it's just it, it, you gotta you gotta and, until somebody beats them. Like it's just like I'm a Jets fan, so I get to see Tom Brady and the Patriots twice a year, every year, sometimes three. But um, like they they have. They have, they have, uh, sorry, they have, um, so anyway, I was watching the game Saturday at a bar near my, uh, my apartment and it was my girlfriend and I, and everyone was so excited because everyone down here is Titans fans. So I was just looking around and like kind of laughing because like, there's no way that they were going to be the Patriots. No, they went up seven, nothing. And it was probably like, oh, wow, look at us go. Great, great catch by Corey Davis. Finally did something. I wow, drafted, you know, yeah. drafted him in two leagues this year. He's terrible, but uh, yeah, but he should. His long term outlook looks pretty good. Um, Mariota was terrible. Um, yeah. The off. I, I got to be honest. Like coming into this season, I was a big Mariota guy, and a lot of people are. But a lot of Titans fans, younger Titans fans, like people in their mid twenties that watch football, a lot of the guys I've been talking to, think he's terrible. Which kind of surprised that kind of surprised me because like they say all he does is turn the ball over. Didn't he just break a record of most times in a red zone without turning the ball over? Yeah, I mean they they're looking at the, the stupid. He has some stupid picks, and that's probably outweighs what he's actually doing. Yeah, but I mean, if you played him against the Chiefs, he got that what that touchdown catch, touchdown. Greatest fantasy play ever, maybe. Yeah, probably. It could be. Could be the one single greatest fantasy play. But I mean. Looking at it here, we got the over unders at forty six. I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go over. I think it's gonna be about like a twenty, twenty eight, twenty eight, twenty. Uh, probably maybe like a twenty eight, twenty seven to uh, like eighteen, nineteen, twenty around there. I think. I think the Pats are just gonna cover. I think they're gonna cover by ten. I think they're gonna get ten. It's gonna be an eight point game or a ten point game around there, somewhere in there. You gotta just go with the Patriots because. You know, I mean, they're the Patriots. So I, I've been looking at this game, and I, I I'm really, I'm, I'm flip flopping back and forth between two things. I think that, I think the Patriots are going to get ahead like big early. I think that Bortles is going to absolutely freak out. I know everyone's saying he's the the boat, the best of all time now. His his bar stool thing is coming out, but um, the thing is, their their offensive line. They're they're good at run blocking, but they can't really they can't really guard like pass rushers. So New England's gonna let that kid Flowers, who had an unbelievable game last week, they're gonna let him just run loose. And I think they're gonna get to Bortles. I think he's gonna fumble. I think the Patriots, are, I think, are gonna score a defensive touchdown this week um, in the first quarter. And I think that is kind of gonna set the tone for the rest of the game. But the thing about I think the Patriots are gonna cover the spread. That's what I meant to say, but uh, the over/under 
it's going to be tricky because I keep flip-flopping. I, I, I think the Patriots are going to win, get, get up big early. But then Bortles, like two years ago or three years ago, when he was a top five fantasy quarterback, garbage time. Garbage time, garbage, garbage time, time, garbage time. So I think the Patriots right. are going to cover their spread. I would take the over. And I also, I think Bortles is going to be terrible. But I think that he might be a sneaky play in fantasy because of the opportunity that's going to come at the end. And then we got, yeah, I mean, definitely. And then we got some player props here, and that I'm gonna, I'm gonna go under. Leonard Fournette's rushing yards are 81. I'm gonna go under there. I think it. I think it's an under. It's getting the under is getting a lot of play right now with the Vegas guys, and it's a good call because we don't know how healthy he really is. I mean, yes, he came back in that game last week. But he's been banging injuries, and he might get his two touchdowns. But I could see him getting two touchdowns and seventy yards easily, easily getting that. I I don't think the Patriots are going to let him loose at, with, with yardage, yardage wise. I think that Bill Belichick is notorious for start for basically taking out your greatest, your greatest thing as an offense. He's going to make you play left handed, and that's what he's going to do. He's going to make Blake Bortles beat him. See, I think that eighty one. Um, I'm going to take the over uh, because. It kind of the Jaguar strength as a team is running the ball, and the the Patriots' weakness defensively. I know in the beginning of the year it was they couldn't stop anybody, yada yada yada. But um, I I just think that they're they're soft in the run game. They are they got a smaller defensive front. They don't they lost the guys like Will Fork, Ninkovich, got like you know big meaty guys that stop the run. Girth, yeah, about, girth. It's all about the girth, right, Hope? Love the girth. Um, all about- but so I think that their defense can get exposed a little bit up the middle and the Jaguars. But here's another thing is that I think that he might need to hit those yards in the first half because if they go down a lot, I kind of exactly. like, I like that's, yelled in a lot. Yeah. That's the other point that people are making is that they're making the point that he's got to he, learn to catch the ball. Yeah. First off, Leonard Fournette, like you're that big, that strong. Just how do you, not, I mean, even you can catch the ball over like, come on. Great slot receiver. Oh yeah. But no, all kidding aside, like if if they do go down, like I think that they're gonna go down quick, like go down a lot early. Then Yeldon might be the play because I mean he looked really good last week. Like if if it was me and I was Doug Marone, I wouldn't have even brought Fournette back in because Yeldon had what eighty yards on nine nine touches and touchdown. Yeah, Yeldon looked good, and I mean that just shows that you know Bama. Which is always you know, he, he was what the third string running back in Bama, and now he's probably good enough to be a starting running back in the NFL. Some teams, I definitely, yeah, definitely think he could on some teams. He'd be a starting running back for the Jets. I mean, probably the Giants too, realistically. Definitely both of them. <laughs> That's probably what? why we're both picking it in the top six. Oh yeah, exactly. And then my the last prop bet I like a lot is a. Uh, I like Danny Amendola over 41 yards. I think that he's going to get over 41 yards, and it's getting bet a lot that he will. I think he's it's, he's just going to be the security blanket. I feel like Edelman always came up big in the playoffs, and this is the time when they're going to go short, hurry the tempo up. They're going to use the Amendola a lot. I feel like Cooks is going to be almost a non-factor, but, I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't know. But I like Amendola over 41 and a half. What about you? I agree. I like – I definitely like Amendola over the 41 because I think that the, the Jaguars are going to – they're going to do whatever they can to stop Gronk. And I personally think – I know me and you were talking about this earlier, Hofer. I, I personally think that the best bet would 
be putting Jalen Ramsey on Gronk. I know it's kind of unheard of to have your number one corner go against a tight end, but Gronk isn't a tight end. Gronk is like Gronk's a super it, it doesn't make sense like what he does. He's a ninja turtle. Yeah, it's crazy. And he's so dumb, but he's such a bro. Oh, he's great. I mean but you're raised in Buffalo. Vance McDonald didn't do any I mean did a lot. He killed the he killed the Jaguars last week. So if Vance McDonald kills you you got to address yeah, something. But, but this is also another thing. Everyone is saying about how, like, how elite the Jaguars' defense is. I get it that they went up early, the big early, and then they were in prevent. But you can't give – how many times in the NFL do you give up 42 points and win a game? Especially in the playoffs. Oh, I mean, not a lot. And it was, it was amazing for all daily fantasy players because, I mean, I know I, I matched up. Uh, ben and Antonio Brown in three lineups, and the, the payout was ridiculous. Every single player you would have played in that game had points. Exactly. And, and if you started Vance McDonald, you probably you probably at least got ten times your investment. Oh yeah, fan. Yeah, he definitely hit way above value. And then, and then yeah. Big Ben going off for like forty five. I mean, it was just. And I, I had Telvin Smith as my uh, independent play, defense player, so. Get a touchdown. Hey, that was nice. And then, but I also had Darius Hayward Bay because I'm an idiot. Hey, you know, sometimes the ballsy ones don't work out. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, all, all in all, though, I think that this is going to be. I think it's going to be a pat ten point win. I think. It, it's, I mean, I don't care about. I think the Brady thing is a little overblown. So we'll see what happens. But overall, I think it's it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be. There might be some drama in the third quarter, but I think the Pats will pull away. Um... So here's my question to you. Do you think that the refs are going to have a uh, a hand? Is there going to be a play at the end where it's oh, coming down uh, to the refs? I think could, there, there could be something along those lines. And then, I will never watch football again if the Patriots get a call that everyone else is against. You could anybody that's going to listen to this, you can you can remind me if I ever, if you ever see me watching. But if there comes a play that it's clear and evident that it was the opposite way and the Patriots get the call, I'm never watching football again. Hey, I don't blame you. I mean, and I, I, I watch every single game. I make sure that when on Sundays, I'm at a place that I can see all games on. You got it. So, all in all, though, it should be a good game. Now we got mini Minnesota Vikings after that goddamn miracle that killed me. Oh my god, that that makes me sick. The final play of that game. Insane. I mean, I right mean, now. I had digs. I had digs in one league, but I got absolutely murdered with the when they put them those two together. Oh, well, then yeah, that, that's the stack, the old stack action. I mean, we got uh, got mini minus three. I like the Eagles. I, I do have, you? Uh, I have a few. Yes, I have. A few. You like you like the Eagles to win the game, or you like the Eagles because you're? I like the I like the Eagles to cover, and I honestly, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna put a, a probably a three or four unit wager on the uh, on the the spread, and I'm gonna put a nice two unit wager on the money line. I gotta. I mean, I. The, so you you think the Eagles are gonna win this game? I think the Eagles are gonna win the game. I think the Eagles are gonna win the game. I think. In Pennsylvania, and then they're Min- gonna have to fly all the way back to Minnesota. Minnesota is on a uh, a big high right now. A big old big old high. Yeah, but Mike he, Zimmer Mike Zimmer's not that type of coach. Like he, Mike, Mike Zimmer is a no nonsense type of guy, cut from the same cloth as Belichick, Popovich. Like he's like, he's that guy that, you know, I mean, 
he had he has like fourteen eye surgeries a season, so he never smiles. Very true. So I mean, I just don't think that Minnesota and I mean they got a lot of talent. They do, but Linval they... Joseph, I saw oh. him last year. He is not even kidding. The size of an F two fifty pickup truck. That guy is he he makes Chris Canty look small. I know. Thanks for reminding me. You know, as a giant fan of Yeah, well, I hate you and the Giants, so. Very true. I mean, that Linval Joseph, thanks. That was great. Again. Yeah, but you got, you got OV, though. He's still kneeling for the anthem, right? Really? That's great. Eight and a half sacks a year. That's really good. Hey, hey, you picked the Giants over the Jets, so. Thanks. Good God. But, I mean, I'm really – I'm liking Philly a lot, and I got a few reasons. Number one, Philly's being upgraded – by uh by the, the Vegas guys that I follow by two points. They're getting an upgrade of two points. So you gotta think about it logically. You got the Falcons going there minus three last week. You're having the Eagle you're going the, you're having the Vikings going minus three this week. I mean I you can argue that the Vikings are maybe two and a half points better than the Falcons, but the Vikings are a dome team. They are actually the Vikings are actually weak against the run. They are average four point they uh, let up an average of four yards per carry. So you got, Philly, you got a Philly run game that's going to have to have to just try and ram it down. They're going to have to slow the game down. So we got to see how it goes. I mean, I also think that the Minnesota run offense isn't going to be able to get off. They're not going to be able to do – they're not going to be able to make it so that Case Kim doesn't have to make the difficult throws. I really feel that the, the this is a, a known thing. Once a team comes off an emotional win like that, they are – I don't care. It, I get that there's so much motivation for them to play a Super Bowl at home, but they aren't – they're still on that high. It's a one-week turnaround. Case Keenum in a radio interview on Tuesday said he still hasn't slept more than two hours. So, yeah, I mean, well, I mean – Stuff like that. This, I just – I don't understand why Philly is getting so disrespected. Like, I get Nick Foles isn't Carson Wentz, but this year, honestly, the only person that was Carson Wentz was probably Deshaun Watson. Yeah, exactly. the two of them. The two of them were just on a whole another level than everybody else. But I think that three. I, see the three. I kind of want to. I kind of want to take Minnesota just because, like, it kind of seems like it's their year. Like you know, with the third string quarterback and them coming in the playoffs, you no, know, with the Super Bowl being in Minnesota, it kind of just feels like it should happen, but. I don't know, man. The Eagles, they're they're that they're men up front. Those are those are full grown men that play oh. offensive and defensive line for them. Same goes for the same goes for the Vikings, but yeah, but I, I just I, I don't I can't I can't seem to wrap my head around picking the Vikings in this game. No, I'm every feel- time every time I try to convince great. myself that the Vi- that I should pick the Vikings. I if, if for every one point that I make for the Vikings winning this game, I could get three or four for why I think the Eagles are going to win. So with that, I'm going to go with the Eagles. See, and then you know I got you got a, you got a thing with Thielen. Thielen's got a back injury. He's going to play. He's questionable, but he's going to play. That could you know I mean Thielen's got to be Thielen's got to play like he did last week for them to have it. They would have a good chance of winning if he can play that good because he played great. I mean he really did. He played very well. But I think that they're gonna. They got Nick Foles into these quick throws. He's averaging two point five uh, time of snap to pass. I mean, he's he's just he's getting the ball out of his hands quick. When and, they're they're gonna start this game off in the RPO and they're gonna move the ball 
down the field. It's just a matter of him capitalizing in the red zone. The, sm- well, the field get the field gets so much smaller in the red zone. Red zone. There's like, that's very true. They got it, but I feel like they had a Jai came all, came back from the fumble and he played well. I feel like their their running offense is a they have a very good running attack. And as good as the Vikings defense is, which it is very good, they can be exposed somewhat in the run game. So if they can use that run game to basically just keep make it, they got to make it a slugfest. They're going to make it a slugfest. That's why the under is so low. You got the under, the unders at uh, friggin' it's just it's absurd. It's at thirty nine and a half right now. It's, it's at, at six. It's at six. I thought. No, no, I'm saying the over under is thirty nine and a half. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. It was a bad joke. Oh God, Jesus. Bastard. It's at 39 and a half. 39 and a half. It was at 38 before. It's going up a little bit, but I still, I like, I mean, I don't, I, I, I'm staying away from the old run there. I, I yeah, don't, don't touch like, that. That makes me want to vomit. This, I am making, I, I, I would have said that last week they would have hit over 30, 39 points at the Eagles, uh, Eagles Falcons, but that, yeah. I don't know what, anyway. So 39 and a half. Yeah, but I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to make a bet on the first quarter, seven and a half. Under, it's gonna be a nice little three nothing, three nothing game. Jake uh, Elliott. I think, I, I think yeah. that the Eagles are gonna get the ball first, run the ball down the field, and score a touchdown. I mean, even I think that Jai six yard touchdown catch for oh, the franchise. Good God, I mean, I think that it's gonna be the first quarter is gonna be slow. They're gonna feel each other out. I think I'm I'm going so I'm gonna put an under bet on that seven and a half. I like that bet a lot. I'm gonna go with the Eagles, like I said, with the three. I think that's a good bet. I, I like the Eagles' money line. I think the Eagles are as I, I, I. It pains me to say this. They're a team of destiny, though. They're they're playing well. They have this whole motivation thing on their side. The Vikings are going to come out somewhat sluggish. They are. It's just that's just it's human nature in a sense with that. But and, I mean, al- and also you got Carson Wentz on the sideline, who is probably the at the best human being ever to be in the NFL, not named Tim uh-huh. Tebow. Oh yeah, no, he is. He is. He talks I, to Jesus. That man. He definitely talks to Jesus. I, I wouldn't. I would not doubt it at all. Honestly, I feel like he would definitely talk to a Jesus type. But I mean, I think that he's definitely. Uh, he's that him being there is a big motivation factor, and I think it helps him out a lot. I mean, so but yeah, but I mean, so that's it. But that I mean, I think that's about all we got for those games. But now we got a little. Daily fantasy lineups. Now, I mean, if you, yeah, you want to go over your yours first. I, I'm, I'm doing FanDuel, Brent doing DraftKings, so we're doing the best of both worlds. So, Brennan, go over your lineup first. Let the people know what you're working with. All right. Well, uh, so far, I just uh, put two lineups in. Um, one of them, I'm kind of, I'm kind of heavy on the Vikings here, just because I, I think that they're gonna be. They have two. I, they do have a lot of weapons. This is. This is one of the things that I really do think they have a lot of weapons. Um, so I got Keenum at 6,600, which, I mean, the, honestly, the only reason I'm playing him is because he did that to me at the end of last week. Um, I got Murray at 5,700, which, I mean, you're getting a starting running back for $5,700. Like, the volume's going to be there. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're going to want – they're going to want – they have to – in order for them to win this game, they need Latavius Murray to run the ball up the middle. He is the red zone. He is the red zone workhorse. He's definitely. huge. He's huge. Yeah, He's like I, six foot three, underratedly. Definitely agree with that. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, one. So I got him at fifty seven hundred, and then, I mean, I got James White just because for whatever, like, I, like the Patriots, I'm gonna keep going with him until someone stops him. Makes what sense. He, what he's done in 
I mean, this is from the beginning of last postseason to recent, like now, is ridiculous. Then I got um, <clears throat> I don't like this. I I got Cooks at sixty one hundred, but um, that's with me thinking that he is gonna that Jalen Ramsey is gonna be guarding Gronk, but. Uh, I I don't know. I think Cooks is a bad matchup for Boye. You saw what Antonio Brown did. Well, actually, all the Steelers were able to do going deep, and that's pretty much what Brandon Cooks is. What he's all about. He's just running past you, and hopefully, Tom Brady has the arm strength to get the ball there. Oh God! And then I love Stephon Diggs this week with with a healthy Thielen, or even Thielen just playing. I really, really do. I think that Keenum is gonna start feeding him the ball more he's gonna be like wow this guy is this guy if we win this game got me paid because keenum's gonna make some money in the front in the in free agency oh yeah so i like i like digs um especially in a ppr format you can't really go wrong with Thielen or digs but i chose digs he's a little cheaper um and then i got i I got chris hogan because uh i really i think the patriots are gonna be able to move the ball but I, i also think that they're gonna have to score touchdowns through the air which is another reason why I got James White in there because, I mean, Jacksonville's their defensive line is all all three of the four defensive lines left in the playoffs right now are scary, scary good. So you the Jaguars have Dante Fowler coming off the bench. He was the third overall pick in the draft. Yeah. I know that they, I know that all those guys that they got didn't were not drafted by them. But it doesn't matter. No. Like they, the Broncos let Malik Jackson go, and they decided to sign Derek Wolf, who does nothing but tweet and get in trouble. <laughs> I'm not a big Derek Wolf guy. I kind of like Malik Jackson, except his face tattoo is a little scary. But um, and then I I took a tight end in this one. I got Kyle Rudolph. Love Kyle Rudolph, big Notre Dame guy. Oh, um, Kyle Rudolph's best. He, I mean, he's he's really he's had a really good year. I think he's yeah, fourth. I think he's fourth in touchdowns by by tight ends. Who him? Yeah. Did he have the most? No, it didn't. Gronk, didn't Gronk have nine? Hertz had eight, and he had seven. Yeah, so he was top five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was top five tight end fantasy play. So I like him. He, I mean, he's Keenum's security blanket, and I think. I mean, I I, I expect him to get in the end zone this week. I really do. Oh, yeah. um, and then at flex. I paid up for this because I I played White and Rudolph as opposed to going like Gronk and someone a little more expensive than White. So uh, I put Fournette there because I really do believe that New England is soft up front and Jacksonville it, their offensive line is young, fast, and athletic. I think that they're gonna their guards are gonna be able to get on the edge a little bit. The Patriots missing Dante Hightower. It's got it has they can't keep losing people and it not affect them ever. Like that's that just isn't it's just not possible. So that's I think that the Dante Hightower loss is gonna be this is the week that they're gonna be like, Oh wow, we really, really need him. Just look look at them look at Ryan Chazier. Look about what Jacksonville did to they ran right down the middle against the Steelers. Yeah. They didn't throw the ball over them. So I think that this week that the Patriots are gonna be like, Oh wow, we need that thumper, the guy I mean he calls the plays. Like that's a pretty he's like a coach. And then uh, to finish it off, I I picked the Eagles defense, which I know looking it doesn't really make sense now because I got all the Vikings players on this team. But um, I'm just hoping for maybe maybe a pick six, and they 
I don't know. I kind of this is this was a weird week for defense because like as as a fantasy football player, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna pick whoever's playing the Jaguars. But I mean, the Steelers' defense was way better than the Patriots' defense this year, and they got absolutely crucified last week. I, that, I played them in three three uh, daily leagues, so. Yeah, I think in you know the playoffs, you want to just get the guys that kind of you want to get the guys with the volume, want volume. You don't have to worry about too much. So that's why I mean, me personally, I'm going with Blake Bortles at quarterback. Like I said before, I think Fournette's going to be taken out of the equation somewhat, and Bortles is going to have to do stuff, whether it's with his legs or whether it's with his arms. Hopefully, it's with his legs for God's sake, because picks he, will happen because he cannot throw a football. Yes. I got Jay Ajayi. I think Ajayi is going to do something well at least. He has to do well in order for the Eagles to win. So with my logic, I think the Eagles are going to win. So he has to do well, essentially. I'm going Latavius Murray. like Murray a lot. Like Volume, Murray. volume, volume. Yes, volume. I'm going Amendola. As again, I went with the over 41 yards. I think Amendola is going to go for about 6 and 80, maybe a titty. Who knows? But and then I got Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, a nice little sleeper play. You know why? I like Aguilar this Xavier week. Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes will be on Alshon Jefferson. Alshon Aguilar. Jefferson? Who's that? The Alshon Jefferson. Jeffrey? Whatever. Jeffrey. Yeah, I don't know why I said Jefferson. Jesus. That one white claw is really getting to me. <laughs> Spike Seltzer's, baby. Oh, Spike Seltzer. That's another free ad. White claw seltzer. Best drink out there in the game. I'm going to go also with Stefan Diggs. I think Stefan Diggs is going to do well. I think that he has to do well, essentially, because Thielen is, is a little banged up. So I think that it's just logical that he's going to do great. Oh, and, we're, we're in the championship the like championship round of the playoffs. Everybody's banged up. No, no, yeah, I know. But Thielen, if you're questionable on the injury <laughs> report, it's not very good. Unless but, you're Tom Brady. Well, T- Diggs is going to see a slight increase in volume with his very positive wide receiver cornerback matchup. So it doesn't really matter. He's going to he's going to outperform his salary. He's been doing it for five straight games. He's going to see the ample amount of volume. That's my guy. Possesses he's got the big playability and that's yeah, what I'm talking about. I like Diggs a lot this week too. I'm playing him in both lineups I made so far. And I'm going with Gronk. I'm going with Big Gronk. I'm Gronk going, baby. Going with the Gronker. Big Gronk. He's the man. If he can't do it, no one's going to be able to. Okay, Gronk's the man. Gronk's got to play well. I think even with a tough matchup with Ramsey, he's still going to get his because Gronk always gets his. As we've seen in life, Gronk always gets his. He is a goddamn savage. Death taxes and Gronk touchdown spike, baby. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Look, everyone, we had a great time going over all this with you. And trust me, all of these – all right, I shouldn't say all. Most of these bets – most of these FanDuel and DraftKings plays, they're all going to hit. We're making money this weekend. I'm yes, we are. We're making money this weekend. Give me, I'm going to give a nice big shout-out to my boy, Big Dog. Big Dog running Malice Motorsports. Never forget Malice. Rest in peace to Malice Motorsports. Always a great organization. Regan, you got any shout-outs you want to give out? Uh, I'd like to shout-out my boy, Mike Arini. Oh. Just because uh, Hofer hates him, so. All right, yeah. I'm shouting him out. Um, and I want to shout out Blake Bortles because I really hope that he beats the Patriots. Uh, Blake Bortles for president because guess what? If Blake Bortles wasn't playing football, he'd be on my softball team. I have zero doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, he's going to be a construction worker ripping cigs. Ripping cigs. Legend. Gangs doing the whole nine yards. That's what he does out there. All right, everyone. Hey, look, have a great, safe weekend, everyone. And remember, 
whenever you need your betting and your fan duel and any time of advice, you got your boys here, okay? Lone Wolf, Hof, and Riggs signing out. Have a good weekend. Let's go. Adios. Adios, muchachos. Woo!